Hey, AfterBuzz TV listeners, want to share your opinions, give feedback, or tell us what you're thinking? Send us a voice message. Voice messages are an easy way for you to send us audio that might end up in the future episode of our after show. They're the latest feature from Anchor, the platform we use to publish and distribute our podcast to you for free. You can send us voice messages about all sorts of topics, questions you have for us, what the thought of the latest episode of this TV show, who we should have on the show, something you want us to do better, your best impressions of one of the characters anything you can think of. We'll see all your messages and we might add them into a future episode. Anchor makes that part super easy. You can send us a voice message right now from wherever you're listening. Just tap the link in the show notes. We can't wait to hear from you. I swear Miss Priestley has coined the phrase mind your business and we know that love requires courage. Does Miss Walker have enough and looks like the Reverend is revving up for another round with Miss Walker. We're talking about it all right now on the Gentleman Jack After Show right here on AfterBuzz. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz it's, uh, you, hey, If we do it together, hey, it works, right? What's happening, y'all? What's happening? What's happening? Raven in it. I can't, I can't do my shoulder because Raven was beating me up this whole <laughs> episode. Every time somebody lost their mind, I got to walk out. <laughs> So good to see you guys. Welcome back once again. This is Gentleman Jack, Season 1, Episode 5. This one is called, Let's Take Another Look at Your Past Perfect. Because mm. it's not quite perfect, y'all. We got so much to talk about. Of course, we got love and happiness. We've got business. And we've got these hands. You guys are going to find out all about that. We're also going to have our special episodes, our special segment with Halifax and Hella Clad, right? We got it. It's but right. first, once again, you guys, I am Jackie Ray. And let me introduce my favorite panelists. We're missing Shauna, Deshauna O today. She ha- she's on mom duty, but we still love her. Shout out to her. We've got Raven French. Hello, hello, hello. And J-Dub, also known as Joshua, also known as Cleverly Clad. <laughs> <What's happening? laughs> He's got so many names. All right, you guys, how'd you guys feel about this episode? Overall thoughts off top with you. Look at the look. Look at uh, the faces. Hey, you want to go first or you want me to go? <laughs> look. All right. <laughs> this show telenovela, all of that. All the daytime soap operas, all of the emotion, just so raw, mm-hmm. just so good. And then the ending. See, I told you I was getting beat up. You can see it now, right? Yeah. You all that frustration. Ooh, it was good, child. It was good. It was good. <laughs> it was good. It was good to see. Uh, actually, I like to see Miss Walker, mm-hmm. how deep she got in, how she really tapped into those emotions towards the end of the episode. Yeah, I mean, I was just, I was kind of, I mean, in a good way, I was disappointed, not like with the show at all. I thought the the show itself was phenomenal, but Miss Walker, Mm. if you don't get your entire life together. I'm telling you. uh, It's all in her mind. All of it. The whole thing is in her mind. So we start off, of course, with, uh, you know, they're together. And and the thing that I thought was interesting about this is off top, we're just going to start with Mr. Ainsworth. Mr. (sighs) Ainsworth is, is, is wreaking havoc. And he hasn't even set foot into the room. He's a piece of work. He is mm-hmm. a piece of work. Now, what did you think about um, her saying when she, Ann Lister just doesn't want to hear anything about Mr. Ainsworth. Mm-hmm. What did you think about that? I thought that it was her way of claiming what was hers. She's mm-hmm. been there this, this whole time, these past few months. It's unnamed amount of months she's been there. Mm-hmm. And she's really built a relationship with Miss Walker. So now that Ainsworth is trying to come in and horn in, she's like, hold up. He doesn't matter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
She has that balance. I don't even know if it's balance because when I'm watching, (laughs) I'm watching like if this was one of my girlfriends, what Mm -hmm. would I tell them? Mm -hmm. She finesses something that is sexy, but then something that is like, is this control? Should Mm I? I I like it. Yeah. But But I don't know. I shouldn't. Right. Right. She she teeters on both of those. With her, I feel like I go back and forth teeter's a good word. I feel mm-hmm. like, oh, Annalise, you're so in love. And then, oh, she just knows that not a lot of women going to be down for this. So mm-hmm. she's just going to, you know, sink her claws into Miss Walker as mm-hmm. much as she can. But Miss Walker did, uh, what, was it two episodes ago? She did say that she's been repulsed by men. Right. So, so maybe she's not sinking her claws. But, I mean, this all over the place. I feel like Anne deserves a medal because... Well, and Lister. And Lister, Oh, yes. yeah, because of her tolerance yes. and patience. Yeah, Miss Walker just... I can't get into what I want to say yet. <laughs> but, baby steps, baby steps. <laughs> excuse me. But Miss Walker seems to be influenced mm-hmm. by everyone around her, not realizing that she's of the... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline upper echelon she's of the upper class Mm -hmm. i understand that you have this facade that you're supposed to put on but you know what she has that as um in the movie the gamble uh uh john goodman's character said she has that f you money right come on don't we see that in real life though and that i think that's why this is so good because it's not the same type of romanticizing that we make up when we write shows right versus this she this part of These her writing feelings. this is right. real yeah and i feel like in real life i probably see more very strong people with not so strong people than when mm-hmm. you look at people and you're like why don't they match well in their strength. there has to be a balance mm-hmm. you know think about you can't somebody be strong and strong no so- you can there are couples like that mm-hmm. but there are couples where they and lister seems to have attracted the type of person who needs to be lifted up miss hobart mm-hmm. right was weak mm-hmm. Now Miss Walker showed strength, but then she also showed weak, and she showed that she was impressionable right. when she met her. She, oh, I've been in love with you since I was what, fourteen or eighteen, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you know I just didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. So it seems like it seems like Lister attracts those types of people. I see. I wonder if she attracts them or if she just intentionally finds them. You know, especially in, in her situation in this time. Mm-hmm. You know, how else are you going to convince? Because this whole entire series so far, what people think matters because right. what they think might get you hung. That's true. You know right. what I mean? So it's like, how else are you going to convince somebody to go against the grain unless yeah. they absolutely need you? You know what I mean? So I don't know. I thought that kind of played into it interestingly. I love how they're playing this. And then Miss um, Priestley, though, mm. we we going to need several moments, several seats for yes. you. <laughs> a whole bunch of them. A stadium full of them. <laughs> Pick one. Okay. Because <laughs> She's sitting there, and and her intentions, she's one of those people, because we all know people like this, where their intentions seem like she means well, but it's all shade. Yes. It's does all it, shade. Does it seem like she means well? I think in she, proper society it yeah, would. Okay, okay. Because you she's know? sending out warnings. Mm-hmm. And, and so it's like, uh, my, my mom had a saying. She would say, you know, she has a mouth 
large enough for two sets of teeth. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> that is a Southern saying I'm right saying there. No. <laughs> but it's, it's the truth, though. Like, right. Miss Priestley just, and then she just welcomes herself into people's business. Mm-hmm. No one says anything to her. She just decides, well, Jackie, you know, <laughs> I see you drinking out your After Buzz cup. <laughs> you know, well, you know she drinks after After Buzz cup. Yeah, <laughs> so, Right, right, because even Mr. Ainsworth, when they're sitting there at the table and, and Miss Priestley's like, you need to go ahead and go on over there. Yeah. And and now she, you done already walked in on the on the on the walk on mm-hmm. the end. Yes. And now you're trying to get him to do the same. And he's kind of like, no, nah, no, nah, right. no, nah. because I already he realized already I'm knows. out of pocket. Mm-hmm. Right. I already done. I missed this. the mark. I yeah. missed the mark. I just my wife died and I was like in, checking the pulse and writing the letter at the same yeah. time. Trifling. Yes. <laughs> you good? I know. <laughs> She ain't even cold yet. Look, Jackie, I gotta say now, I knew some of them in the church. Oh. Like they, you know, their spouse got a little sick. Ooh. And it was like, you know, uh, Sister Jacket, um, you know, my wife can't cook. Oh. So if the Lord will bless you, dog. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. Okay, okay. And, and you look at you like, you lying wonder. Look, if the, if the preacher kids say it, you know, it's true. I'm just saying. Because that was, you know, it literally took me. I just took him as a shady individual with money. It literally mm-hmm. took me to the end. And I mean, they say in clergy and yeah. meeting with the church the whole time. But I think in my head, because of the, the image and how image right. means everything, mm-hmm. I think I just blocked that whole thing out. Yeah. Like, he's you just not for- a minister. I was say, you forgot all about I it. I forgot. And then at the end, he was like, I don't think I'll take the job with the church. And I'm like, oh, you bastard. Yeah, but, <laughs> but, but Lister said, she said if he, um, if his... If he's witty enough, uh, mm-hmm. she made a comment like, "If he's mm-hmm. witty enough or lacks wit, he'll he'll take that job." Mm-hmm. But he knew better. So we have Adrian Castro. She said, "Man, I used to like Miss Priestley the way she talked about Ann Lister. She seemed like such an ally, but damn, she fake as you know what." I'm telling you, facts, man. I I just and that's the other thing. We're gonna get to that part in a minute. But so the other thing about the opening scene that I thought was funny because I it just kind of came out of left field is the wind. Ann Lister sit down, sat down in a very manly way, and then she was like, can I borrow some money? Mm-hmm. And I was yeah. like, what? Yes. I thought it was dope. They were they were there together, having their little, their morning banter, right. I guess you could say. Right. And then, yeah, out of nowhere, she just like, so uh, you got them duckies, bro? Yeah, let me hold that. You got some, like, I got let me you. hold that. <laughs> but but it came, to me, it didn't come off as a... As a as manipulative. Mm-hmm. It was that moment where it's a moment of levity in their relationship. Like, we cool now. I can ask you for $1,000. Right. I mean, okay. Fun fact, I don't know how many of y'all that cool with me walking to me ask me for $1,000. I mean, Raven could. Look, I'm like, Jackie. Yeah, but. I give you 500 Look. <laughs> you are so stupid. All right. So, real quick, how did you think. Um, when when Miss Walker Raven, how'd you feel when she told Anne? She's like, I feel like I can take on the world with you, but when you're away, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, how did that make? Especially, I'm asking you because we know we're gonna get this woman's perspective real quick. Ooh, yeah, I love that. Um, I feel like, <laughs> and I felt bad for Miss Lister in in this episode as it progressed, mm-hmm. but I feel like that's kind of what happens. You when you're saying to someone. You lack courage. You lack, That's real. Mm. All around in her entire personality. We compartmentalize things in life to and think it's that one moment. Mm. But that's her whole personality. Mm. So it's like she is 
I hate to keep calling the lady weak. You but guys, if that's give, what give, she give, is, if the dog it. is black, if it barks, it's a dog. <laughs> okay? Cats don't quack. Okay? <laughs> I want to come up with a different word for her because she, I mean, she... Inferior? She's a... Uh, Invalid? Help us, chat. Help us. Help. Invalid? Help us. Uh, so... But she lacks courage. She does so. lack courage. About everything. I feel like she'd be scared of her own shadow. You know, at high noon, like, I, agree I feel with like that. she'd be afraid. Of, she's just afraid of everything. Yeah, and she that is. and that's what perplexes me about Ann Lister. Like she's so strong, and I get what you're saying about mm-hmm. opposites attract, but right. polar opposites. Yeah, they are polarizing. That's I think true. the softness of her, the well, now it's switching up, but the way she sees the world because of how she thinks also makes her kind of vulnerable and open. It it it, it allows for those qualities when you're that type of personality, mm-hmm. but. Well, let me ask this then. Okay, so we know that Miss Walker pretty much grew up with what we consider today a silver spoon in her mouth. Right. She's a rich lady. Do you think that she was limited on her ability to critically think and enjoy the world because she was rich? Because mm. that could be a reason why she's so mm. uh, naive and weak because she's never she's had sheltered, to. sheltered, basically. Yeah, sheltered. Thank you. That's the mm-hmm. word. Thank you. I mean, sounds right, but Anne grew up with money. Yeah, but Anne also left. Right. Like Anne grew up with and money. And are we talking the same kind of money? It doesn't seem. Yeah, the yeah. Miss Walker definitely got more because otherwise Miss Lister wouldn't have to ask for none. Right. That's true. <laughs> and, and Anne's money seems more like it was worked for. Right. Whereas yes. Walker yes. is kind of like they've had money for right. decades, right. Right. centuries. Old money, new money. Yeah. Right. So it's, it's a little kinda, different. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, as the preacher's kid, uh oh, and you saw that Bible. <clears throat> did you did you pick did you peep the note he left yeah, in the Bible? That horrid note. <laughs> Blasphemy! Come on! I couldn't wait to ask you that. How do you I'm feel just about saying, now, what, the, what did it say? It said, "I can't wait to rest on you." Yeah, or? I rest upon you, which in that in those those terms means that I rely on you. Mm. For oh, I, okay, I took, I went in a whole nother place. I thought that meant rest upon. Yeah, but it mean, <laughs> but I'm saying like, but in that sense, rely upon means to. <laughs> Rely on love, rely on affection, romanticism. Oh, that makes that way more oh, innocent than I had yes. it in my head. I had that way dirtier she in my head. No, but it is dirty, is uh, what I'm saying. <laughs> like She meant physically I know. That's what I'm saying. That's why I said affectionate. You know, we're, I'm on TV. Oh, right, right. Okay, okay. All right, come on. Come on, saints, okay? <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. No, man preaching. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, it, it, it's sacrilegious to do something like that. Right. And then Ann Lister made the point to let him know, hey, man, you're going to be you're gonna be uh, accused of adultery and fornication, mm-hmm. so it might be in your best interest to leave. Well, mm-hmm. I'll expose you, too. And she was like, that's cool, bro. I can handle it. Right. I'm Ann Lister, but right. you're Thomas Hainsworth. Uh, yeah, I get it. I get it. She's cold-blooded. Yes. Um, I just want to real quick quickly say to you guys out there in the chat hey welcome how you doing make sure you, you chat at us if we say something that you are historically privy to because we know some of you yes. historians are out there go ahead and drop a comment now in the chat and we're <laughs> gonna get to that Raven yes. you got anything you want to say to the people people yes thank you thank you for joining us in the chat thank you for joining us on iTunes thank you for making us the ESPN of TV talk we are loving being here we are loving this show so do us a favor uh, give us subscribe if you're on YouTube right now go ahead and subscribe if you're listening on iTunes go ahead and give us the five stars please leave us comments in the chat right now so that we can chat back with you and if you leave comments after we'll Definitely respond. We love the show. We love being here. It's so much to talk about. So keep listening. Tell your friends. And 
Stay with us. Yes. Uh, All right. You see what Adrian said? Yeah, I was going to say, somebody <laughs> got to read this comment. Look, <laughs> what, what, what? I'm going to, now, Adrian, I'm going to read this, but I'm going to read it the PG-13 way. I thought oh. that was PG-13. Is that PG-13? Yeah, we I think can't so. trust Jackie. <laughs> okay. Factual. Well, Adrian or Adrienne, however it's pronounced, says, L-M-A-O, I thought he meant, like, rest on her bosom after rumble in the hacky sack. Okay. Aki. Wow. Okay. Yes. That's that's what I thought. That's what I thought. That's rest upon. But so okay, so let's talk real quick. So so Anne um Walker sends the package back. She wants the package to be sent back. And she writes this letter to uh Mr. Ainsworth that Mm -hmm. basically says, Don't start none, won't be none. If you need to talk to me, talk to Miss Liz talk to my girl. Right. Got somebody. Now to me, that... Because that's something I would say in the club. Somebody was like, hey, yo, girl, let me get your number. Hey, you see my man sitting right here right. talking? You know, don't disrespect me like that. So if you're trying to be all indiscreet, why would you say, talk to my girl? Well, she was telling her what to say. Right. Lister wrote that letter. Yes, yeah, she did. She did. <laughs> okay. Do you think Walker has... I'm trying to give my girl a backbone. Her it's... spine is weak. This whole time. It just I just got that. But Jackie, we you didn't find I did see Aunt, but I felt like Miss Walker was excited to be like, Yeah, baby, what else should I say? You know, in what the I moment mean? because of the energy yeah. of mm. Lister. But so she's easily manipulated. Uh I won't say easily manipulated. Mm-hmm. Because it Okay, so this is to me manipulation yeah. means that she believes mm-hmm. what the person is doing. She does not believe in Thomas Hain- Ainsworth. She's just willing to do it to keep the attention off of her in a negative way. Mm. So it would be a very hostile marriage, you know. Like they'd be married, but she'd be like, "Look, I'm sleeping with Ann tonight." So <laughs> well, you on I, the couch. See, I just don't know if she would get that kind of backbone. But so so Miss Walker, I'm sorry, Miss Lister comes in. She meets Mrs. Mr. Ainsworth. Mm-hmm. How did you think about the? Oh, okay. No, I want Raven to go first. <laughs> how did you How did you feel about their exchange again? Because you just actually gave the perfect example. Like you don't see my man right here, right? That's the perfect. I mean, she just. I I don't know if I should like this, but I like it. She's territorial in mm-hmm. the way this is mine. I see you, bruh. I see you. Right. I ain't gonna tell you that. I say I don't even have to say too much, but know that I'm here and that I see you. And his. The acting of it on his part <laughs> was spot on. His confusion of like, I Whoa. don't know if I should be afraid, offended. I don't yeah. know what's happening right now. Right. Mm-hmm. How, okay, so then we transition from how the interaction in the dining area or whatever to the interaction. Things is always different on the street. Yeah. Like how, like, <laughs> okay, well, first let me ask y'all this. Do y'all think Lister knew that Ainsworth was there? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yes. So she purposely went yes. over yeah. to... Yes. Address him. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. I just want to just make that just because of the way, like, like when she's talking about getting Henry into uh, the school, right? You know, she made this one comment where she's like, "There's a man with you know lots of money who won't own up to what he's done." I right. thought that was a specific mm-hmm. jab towards him yeah. for you mm-hmm. asserting yourself onto Miss Walker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she's very calculated in what she says. She's very calculated in she's the fact clever. that she's there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's cleverly mm-hmm. not quite clad, but she's clever. Oh no, she's clever. <laughs> <laughs> she owned it. <laughs> so how'd you feel about their street meetup? Oh, I thought it was the real deal. You mm. know, stuff, when, when it gets real, you know, it starts in the club. It's somewhere, or, you know, starts in the gym. For right, me, right. my last fight was in college in the gym. Okay. And it started, little buddy was, you know, yapping, yapping. And he had enough, I told him where I lived, he had enough nerve to show up. And oh, I, wow. choked, I choked him out right there in the foyer. 
right there in my house. So I said, so, you know, it's spewed from the house to the street. And every time it gets to the street, that's when it gets real. Right. Now, now I thought it was interesting that she just kind of walked up to him and said, hey, I, I know what you did last summer kind of thing, you yeah. know. So did you, I mean, she just refuses to stick into any kind of gender role at all. She's desperate in that moment because mm. of what she's been through with the other, what was the Hobart. Hobart, mm-hmm. yeah. So that is the fear of that situation again. Like, we are having a good time. We are, get out of here, yeah, right. sir. So, it's over with. Yeah. Yeah, now, well, it's like the ex-boyfriend that comes back once things become good with you and the new yes. guy. Always. And then the ex-boyfriend. Always. All of a sudden, you get that 2 a.m. text. <laughs> right. What's up? And all of hey, a sudden. Hey, big head. Yeah. Oh, God. Or whatever your, your nickname is. Mm-hmm. And you're looking at it, you're like, man, I don't want to text him, but whoa, I should. Oh, no. That means you ain't getting it right where you are now. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. Let's be clear. Uh, let's be clear, yes. Uh, but it made me lose my whole train of thought. <laughs> my bad. I always got the text back. You know what I mean? <laughs> no. So, Jackie. he he kind of tells her so okay this was a trigger moment for me and I think the reason why it's a trigger moment is because if you're on Instagram or Facebook all up and down your, your social media timeline you are seeing men that are making excuses why women who are raped should keep the children right and they're saying right. that women who are raped they could have stopped it if they wanted to so those, those moments on social media trigger me and then he says Mr. Ainsworth says she wanted it more than I did. Please. That so we've been dealing with this me too since the eighteen <laughs> hundreds. Oh, for sure. But he's a predator. For sure. For he's sure a, he's a predator. Yeah. The fact that. Go ahead, Raven. Yeah, just to let you know how slimy and gross. Yes. He is. He's terrible. He does not represent anything of a gentleman whatsoever. Right. He's predatory. Who knows how how old was Miss Walker? Do we know how old she was during this encounter? Well, uh, Miss Walker's 29 right now. Right. Uh, So, a couple years ago, so so what? She's anywhere between 25 to 27, Mm -hmm. maybe? Yeah, and Mm -hmm. he just, he just, advanced himself on her and she probably was a, was frightened by him because of his position. Right, and you see what her personality is like even now, Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, that Mm -hmm. moment, that moment really uh, triggered me, but so, Miss Walker tells him, you know, that, that she would out him for adultery and fornication, which I think I found that interesting because all of L.A. would be out right now. Like, if you try to, if you try to out somebody, I was like, everybody oh, getting hanged. Everybody. We ain't no survivors in L.A. So I was like, that was kind of interesting. But, Jackie, you are crazy. I, I'm just, I'm just saying. But I also found it interesting if we can just take a second to talk about Miss Parker Park Park Hill. Park Hill. Miss Park Hill. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when she's trying to push Mr. Ainsworth onto Miss Walker, because she says, well, because Miss Walker's like, I don't love him, though. And she's like, yeah, so what? And I'm like, what a tragic time. Like, I can't imagine living in a time as a woman. Well, I couldn't imagine living in that time because, you know, we black and all. That would have been <laughs> really, really bad for us. But aside from that. Um, oh, Lord. <laughs> um, just to ha- just to know that I have to get married. Well, you would be Miss Lister. I mean, not necessarily. Probably. Pre- I mean, <clears throat> because that was normal. That mm. uh, Walker just happened to feel love now. But without that feeling, that would have been very normal. You mm. marry for money. 
You don't marry for love. Then you marry for status. You marry for will I be taken care of? And yes, that went yeah. on for years. And you know, after the 1900s, you you would be more of a Miss Lister who understands passion and understands real love. And right. It's not, I wouldn't sell it. I wouldn't sell myself for some money. Yeah. Hey, after buzzers, we wanted to quickly let you know about one of our new sponsors, the podcast Beach Too Sandy, Water Too Wet. Beach Too Sandy, Water Too Wet is a comedy podcast featuring siblings Christine and Alex who read the one-star reviews they can find on the internet of anything and everything written by real people with not-so-real problems. From bad reviews of grocery stores in Ohio to strip clubs in Vegas, Alex and Christine read you some of the worst reviews in the most dramatic way possible. You can listen to this podcast on Spotify or any of your favorite podcast apps, and you can also find them on all social media platforms at Beach2Sandy. Check it out. Not to rob yourself of real love. Right. Mm-hmm. So Miss Priestley once again gets in Miss Park Hill's ear, who once again gets in Miss Walker's ear. She is. Miss Priestley's everywhere. She is. She is like ETV. You know, yes. she's like her TMZ or something. She just got all the gossip. But the other part of this that kind of bothered me about it was how, because Miss Parkhill is like in awe of Miss Lister. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, you know, Miss Walker, you don't even need me here. You're so lucky to have Miss Lister around. And then here comes Miss Priestley. And com- now she cannot stand Miss Lister. Mm-mm. How did you feel about that? I thought that it was inappropriate. The first thing you never do is, it, this is how I was raised, you never force your opinion of someone on another person. Mm. You allow them to have the opportunity to think for themselves because the relationship that Miss Lister and Miss Walker had had nothing to do with Miss Park Hill, nor did Miss Park Hill see anything that would have been considered questionable between the two of them. Right. So Miss Priestley comes in because Park Hill's impressionable and now she's just the antithesis of who she was now. She's, oh, well, you can leave. Three's coming. Three's a crowd. Mm-hmm. Just over nothing. Mm-hmm. Over nothing. Yeah, Miss Walker don't... See, she needs some other friends. That are, I would have acted straight through that. I don't know what. what is, she said what? <gasps> yeah. But she did. There was that moment where uh, Miss Parker was very naive. Like she's like, two men got hot for what? What happened? You know, she was very naive for a second, and. But Miss Priestley would not let it go. But isn't that when you stop, when you realize that you're dealing with someone who is uh, innocent and you're trying to get a point across, wouldn't you be like, you know what, she's not ready? I mean, I think we would. Right. You know what I mean? But she's supposed to be wiser than us. Well, yeah. But, you know, she's not. Um, But I also felt that uh, Miss Park Hill actually cared genuinely about Miss Walker because when she was talking to her, she was like, I feel like you're dooming yourself in this life mm-hmm. and the next. You know right. what I mean? So, And she was in genuine distress. Yes, mm-hmm. she was. So, um... Do we know how old Miss Park Hill is? She looked young. Yeah, like it 19, seemed, It seemed as though, and I don't know if this is an intentional thing, but everybody who got them side curls that go down mm-hmm. this way ain't quite right in the head. <laughs> the ones that got the other ones that loop up, yeah, a little bit better off. A little more adult. Yeah, I don't know if that's on purpose. I would be... <laughs> I'll we'll find out yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I'll get find, that for you. <laughs> I would like to find that out. But, um, you know, Miss Lister is smart. She says, look, if you react to the rumors, then you're going to validify yeah, the yeah, rumors. Yeah. And I just I think I just question like as much as Miss Walker looks up to Miss Lister, how come that didn't register? Because Miss Walker is still scary and to a point she's still selfish. Miss Walker is? Yeah. How so? Because okay, so can we skip to the argument? 
Girl, I mean, yes, boy. Okay, yes. Right. No, you good. I get it. I'm the only dude up here. I get it. Y'all straight. It's not a big deal. But okay, so I want to talk about the argument between Walker and Lister. So when they got into the argument, it shows that Miss Walker still has selfishness in her heart because the minute the minute everything started to come towards her in a negative way, she starts casting the blame on Miss Lister. So that tells me that you really still love yourself more. And you can't su- successfully be in a relationship if you don't love the other person more. That's just how I think. Mm-hmm. So she's, you know, she starts saying, well, I'll, I'll give you money anyway. And so I'm like, well, Miss Lister's like, bro, you don't know me. Right, at all. Like, you can't know me if you think that all I want is your money, especially if you're married to someone else. Mm -hmm. So that shows me that Walker still has selfishness in her heart. And even if she felt like, I can see, you know, maybe not me personally, Mm -hmm. but her and her situation, and and you've got this money and you're trying to keep up these heirs or whatever, I can see saying, look, I just don't think I'm cut out for this. But I can't see saying... Oh, you and the way you live is repulsive. It's repugnant or something like that. I was like, did she say repugnant? Against God, repugnant. Girl, you didn't already... Did everything. Entertain of the repugnant. <laughs> right. So, what are we You've talking about? Of yeah. the repugnant. Yeah, I, I thought that was that was a little off. But let's take a detour to where the only thing that's found forensically is your belt buckle. Mm. Let's take that moment really Holla quick. Holla at Thomas real quick. Um, because now, and I was wondering what they were going to find. Now, I would like to, if you guys in the chat know, because I definitely want to know, because they keep saying pigs will eat everything yes. but metal. Now, he was fully clothed. Yeah. Now, he was chopped up, though, so it was bite-sized. But did they eat, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did they eat the clothes, too, though? I don't know. I, Jackie. It's an argument for people who don't eat pork, we see. I eat pork. And I really hope I haven't you eaten pork. You probably done ate some of Sam. I might have. <laughs> you, done, you done ate a finger or two because you missed some of my I'm just saying. I mean, I don't know much about pigs that way. I, I know that they're sloppy and they are very nasty animals. But and I, you eat them. Yeah, I love them. They okay, taste delicious. Sidebar, yeah, anyway. Delicious. Um, but, so, uh, she find, uh, Mama finds the belt buckle. Yeah. And what did you think when she found the belt? What did you think she was going to do? What she did. I didn't think she was going to do anything less than what she did. Uh, you well, didn't think she was going to tell it all? No, oh, no, I'm saying like, point? no, I'm saying I thought she was going to confront her son about it. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't think, no, I didn't think she was going to say anything because mm-hmm. if Thomas leaves, she doesn't have anybody in the home who can work, put food on the table. Mm-hmm. So by default, mm-hmm. she's kind of forced to silence. Yeah. And it's that kind of culture. You protect your own unless you miss Priestley. Then Who just wants to tell on everybody? <laughs> oh, okay. Well, we have a response in the chat. Rainbow Wrench, glad to see you tonight. Says it's true. They can literally eat anything. I grew up on a farm. They can oh. eat. They can eat metal, but their stomach won't break it down, so it comes back up. Under, they can eat metal. Ne- uh. you stop eating pork, y'all. Please, please stop eating pork. Mm. Um, okay, so now let's real quick give uh, the sister her moment in in the sunlight, and she has a. Mr. Abbott come over. Uh, let's talk about him. What y'all think about Mr. Abbott? Is he a good is he a good fit for Anne's sister? Raven, you They're the type that when you physically see them together, they look perfect. Mm. Like they look like they match. Like right. almost related, but together. Right. He's repulsive though. <laughs> I don't like him at all. <laughs> Wait, Mr. We're talking about Mr. Mr. Abbott. Abbott. Yes. Uh, uh, the sisters uh Oh, Fake yeah, the boyfriend. one when he was eating all yeah. the... Yeah, no and just tack. would not ta- stop no. talking. Yes. And what did he call... He said, because, uh, you know, you're elderly. 
And I was like, oh, God. That is so... <laughs> like, the embarrassing, like, oh, just, oh. But she didn't know that he acted like this. See, so that's why I wonder... I want to know how dating goes back then. Because I also did find it interesting that uh, Mr. Ainsworth sent his biography to, you know, and that was a sign to Miss Parkhill that he was going to propose. And I'm like, so y'all been... Ha- that was like the plenty of fish of the 1800s. Right. Let me tell you, that's a good idea. <laughs> what? Because we're getting with these guys, and I don't mean me, I'm good. But we're... <laughs> and we don't... And, and females, too. He's, mm-hmm. he's good, too. But mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Don't know anything about them, really. We just get caught up in the dating of it. Then you you read their biography, you see what they really got going on. So let's see this credit score. Oh, uh, look at it. You can see everything. Those are the things that come up later, then you divorce. I don't know. I have had several men that are good on paper. And that's where it is. Are they really? What are they writing, though? So they're just a good resume. It's a good resume, but you know, most people lie on their resume. Right. That's, that's, what I'm about. that's what I'm like, are they really? What are they writing? Yeah, yeah. We're talking about honest biographies here. Now, I mean, I'm sure he didn't write that he's a rapist. Ooh. <laughs> Does he think he's a rapist? I would hope not. I, obviously not. I think that, you know, because, again, one of those triggers for mm-hmm. me was seeing all these things in our present day where men are saying X, Y, and Z. So, I mean, I'm sure it was exponentially worse, but I don't I don't want to say that. I think it's probably covered up more now than it was back then. But oh, yeah. when you can just be flippant with it back then, yeah, you know, I, I think it that. was definitely different. But so so now let's get to the business because, you know, the business always got to got to come out. Now, mm-hmm. Jeremiah, <laughs> let me just let you get to Jeremiah. Go ahead. I you mean, got an opinion. Just, just go ahead. <laughs> these these Ralston's are something. They're just... I I just can't get over how weak they are with all the position that they have. I, I feel like I would have taken those that position and I would have used it in a positive light to have the people love and adore me. That way I could help them in times of need. And then with that mindset, I would not have been irresponsible enough to kill or to have a, cause a kid to break his leg mm-hmm. and have it amputated. But see, that's the, the one part that threw me off wasn't even one of those like moments in the script or anything that was said it's like you know that you've caused this kid to lose his leg and then you flip the coin at kids that are begging you for money right like he does not care Mm -hmm. at all so with that i'm gonna flip to the to the last little scene there and you know and walking home mad um and I, i love her walk just thank you guys so much just if i can just give one get one montage next next week with her walking <laughs> I love her walk but um, she's walking home mad and she's ambushed mm-hmm. by some dude now we all, I think we all can agree that he's just some thug that was paid to come beat yeah. her up right of course so now so chat I want you to chime in on this as well who is the culprit who sent the thug because now they're enemies they're, they but can... there's a lot of people who don't like Miss exactly. Lester so who sent right. the thug Raven who do you think it is I don't know you don't know. All I right, know. you got to give us an answer, Max Kellerman. I, I mean, Raven <laughs> You got to give us an answer. Okay, you you go while I think. I think that you uh, the thug. I think the thug was sent by um, Priestley. You th- okay. that's what I thought initially. Yeah, and I then think your was, thing made me yeah. like, oh, I think I Priestley. I think too. the thug was sent by the Rossons. Okay, because. Um, uh, what's his name? Jeremiah tells his brother, he's like, oh, you know, she's going to sink the pit. And then Chris is like, he, she can't sink the pit. That's a lot of money. She goes, she's she been staying every night and day with Miss right. Walker. She got money. She got hands to her purse, you That's know? That's true. So I think it's him because he's trying to make sure that she can't 
get that money to sink her pit. And they are hood. I mean, we very hood. Yeah, they're just very hood. Yeah, they just they just have an education, mm-hmm. like whatever. And he did say um, she wants to. I forgot his verbiage, but you know, roll with the big dogs or some mm-hmm. <laughs> something dog analogy there. Now so, we, we do have a comment about okay. the money. Mm-hmm. Um, Rituparna Ghosh, I hope I got that right, says the Listers were the old money and they had a distinguished family, while the Walkers were new money. Mm-hmm. So that probably is why Anne is so protective over it. Yeah. yeah. So we seem to have a, a consensus. Uh, Rainbow Wrench says it was the Rossons, and so does Adrian says it was the Rossons. Yeah, Rainbow says that too because they're cousins. I forgot. Oh, about I that. forgot they were cousins. Good yeah, we call. keep forgetting that. Thank, thank you, you. Thank, thank you. you, Rainbow. We love it. All right, so um, before we get out of here, we want to thank you guys so much in the chat. You guys was with us today. Yes, we yes. love it. Fifth panelists in the building. Um, I want to get to our special segments, and we are going to start with some hella facts. But I think we just got one fact. <laughs> this is a good fact. This is a good fact. Okay, so on BBC.com, guys, since this is from um, Ann Lister's diary. I just want to read something that I found about her. So since childhood, she had been very different. Born in 1791, Ann was unmanageable, an unmanageable tomboy who exasperated mother sent her off to boarding school at age seven. Mm. Teachers feared she would influence the other girls with her rebellious behavior, and in her teens, she was confined to an attic bedroom where she lived in virtual seclusion. Mm. Her diary became her closest confidant. So that is how all of this, all of what we know about her actually came about. Man, they was rough mm-hmm. on kids back then. That's yeah, ridiculous. No, oh, God. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so now, uh, if y'all saw the segment uh, the, last week, this fashion thing was just one of my <laughs> favorite things. So, uh, oh, oh, it's that time for... Uh, <laughs> Well, hella clad, hella clad, hella clad. Salutations, good family. Well, Thank we're you. gonna talk about uh, Miss Ann Lister, Ann Walker, and Marion Lister tonight. So you all see the three of them on the screen. Mm-hmm. We're gonna start with Miss Walker, who is standing next to Miss Lister. If you notice, Miss Walker is wearing a. It's called a, a leg of mutton sleeve. Okay. It is a puffy sleeve that is is puffy from the shoulder down into the elbow. And the reason they have these sleeves is to accentuate their beauty. So if you see the neckline on her dress, is a is a nowadays we call it a boat neck. Mm-hmm. Uh, back then, I'm not really quite sure what it was called, but it's a it's a sloping neckline. And what it does is it, it accentuates her beauty. And so women who were considered very attractive or very uh, assertive in a, in a sexual sense wore these types of dresses. It was mm-hmm. a modest way to attract a man. Okay. Now. We do look at Marion Lister. We also see that she's wearing the puffer sleeve, but because she's not considered the most attractive, hers is covered by a lace top. Oh, okay, I see. Mm-hmm. so that can tell you the difference in partly why Miss Lister was o- open to approaching Miss Walker because she has the sloping neckline, mm-hmm. and it's almost like an invitation, like "Hello." Mm-hmm. Now let's talk about Miss Lister. This is your girl here, Jackie. That's Jackie's. my girl, I got you. man. All right, so Miss Lister, I, we're, we're going to focus on her headgear. She is wearing a top hat. So the top hat represents authority and power. And it is thought it is said to contain thought, meaning if she were to change her hat, that means that it would change the opinions of her opinions and opinions of other people. Mm. So she wears a demonstrative hat to accentuate her power and that she's firm in her beliefs. It's very important to mention that. I did also want to mention um 
Miss Walker's had is a bonnet. Mm-hmm. So if you see the women wear the bonnets on the outside and the inside, on the inside they wear the bonnets because it keeps their hair tidy. Mm-hmm. On the outside they wore it as a fashionable piece to keep dust out of their hair, and it just ties under the neck and adds a little bit more of uh, a style to it. Nice. And that's it for Hella Clad. Yes, I, I'm so in love with this fashion segment. <laughs> yes, I'm going to have to go get me an off-the-shoulder piece. Just, so I, <laughs> just drop it on just, them. Bam, let's get it. <laughs> All right, so let's get into these AfterBuzz predictions. Your AfterBuzz TV predictions. Uh, Josh, let's start with you. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Well, first off, I think next week we will find out who the thug belongs to. And I think you all have cogent points. It is Mm -hmm. probably the Rawsons. And I do think that uh, Marion is going to start figuring out what's going on with Miss Lister. Some uh, at the end there, she said that's not the type of uh, punishment you get from whatever you know. She She's said falling off the wall. She right, said, falling yeah. off the wall. So I think that Marion is going to start her little investigation, and that's going to bleed into a few things with Miss Lister. Mm-hmm. Woo, okay, this is this is a tough one. I will um, go up to the relationship. I think. There's obviously going to be a bit of a separation, but Walker is so flip floppy mm-hmm. that she's going to flop right on back because she mm-hmm. her strength is with Miss Lister. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think at some point, however that happens, that's um, that relationship is going to mend itself yeah. in some kind of way. Yeah. So for those of you guys that have actually read the diaries, um, forgive me if I'm completely wrong, but I think that you know Miss Lister's going to take like a huge break, almost to the point where I think it's the fact that Miss Walker's probably going to be going slightly crazy mm-hmm. that's going to bring Miss mm-hmm. Lister back because that's I true. just feel like she's just she's had it. She's going to need she her. Should. Yeah. So, but I think I think what started out as just kind of a play thing has turned to love for her. Mm-hmm. So she is going to have to go back and uh, rescue her girl. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what I think All is right. going to happen. Talk. All right. <laughs> All right, you guys. Once again, thanks for hanging out with us tonight on the After Show for Gentleman Jack Season 1. Raven, tell everybody where they can find you. Everybody, you can find me on all social media at Raven with an I, Raven French. And you can find me at all social media at Cleverly Clad. I am Joshua Wright. Yes, yes. And once again, I'm Jackie Ray. You can find me on all things social media at J. Ray the Fanatic or online at J. J. Ray the Fanatic.com. I almost forgot. Dang, That's all right. <laughs> Make sure you're back here next Monday because we got another episode of Gentleman Jack. Once again, thank you guys from After Buzz. Yep. And uh, we will buzz you later. Hello. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to After Buzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. <laughs> 